Section 17 of Legends of Old Honolulu. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Legends of Old Honolulu by William Drake Westervelt. Section 17. The Birdman of Nu'uanu Valley. Namaka was a noted man of the time of Kalani Opu'u. He was born in Kauai, but journeyed forth to find someone whom he would like to call his lord. He was skilled in managing land, Kalai Aina, an orator, Kakao Olelo, and could recite genealogies, Kaohau. He excelled in spear-throwing, Lono Makaihe, boxing or breaking the back of his opponent, Lua, Leaping or flying, lele, and astronomy, kilo. All this he had learned on Kauai. Sailing from Kauai, he landed on Oahu. In Nu'uanu Valley, he met Pakua Nui, a skillful man, a fine orator and boxer. He was the father of Kaele o Waipio, a noted man of the time of Kamehameha, the maker of a chant for the missionaries at Kailua. Toward the upper end of Nu'uanu Valley, in the place Kahou Komo, where spreading hau trees clusters on both sides of the road, Namaka and Pakuanui had a contest. They prepared themselves for boxing and wrestling, and then faced each other to show their skill and agility. This man from Kauai appeared like a rainbow, bending over the hau trees arched in the red rain, or in the midst cloud over the pali as he circled around Pakunui. He was like the ragged clouds of Lanihuli, or the wind rushing along the top of the pali. His hands were like the rain, striking the leaves of the bushes of Malailua. He was so swift and strong that he could catch Pakunui in any part of his body. This man of Oahu could not hold Namaka. That Kawaii man was as slippery as a eel and as hard to hold as certain kinds of smooth, slimy fish, always escaping the hands of Pakanui. But he could strike any place. The hill of the forehead he struck, the bridge of the nose also, there was no place he could not touch. He rushed like a whirlwind around the man. However, he did not try to kill Pakanui. He wished only to display his skill. The Misty Falls Pakanui was very much ashamed and angry because he could not do anything with Namaka and planned to kill him when they should reach the Pali, precipice of Nu'uanu Valley, to which they were going after the boxing contest. When they came to Kapili at the top of the Pali, a narrow place, Pakanui said to Namaka, You may go before me. Namaka passed by on the outside and Pakanui gave him a kick knocking him over the pali, expecting him to be dashed to pieces on the rocks at the foot of the precipice. But Namaka flew away from the edge of the pali. The people who were watching said, He flew off. He flew off from the pali like an eel bird, leaping into the air of Lanaihuli, spreading out his arms like wings. When the strong winds twisted and whirled, Namaka was lifted like a kite by the wind and hung among the kukui branches below a little waterfall which is on the western side of the precipice where the Revelot starts on its way to be the ocean. Then he leapt to the ground and went away to Maui, at Pahaukuloa of Maui, 
Namaka leapt down some precipices, showing his strength and skill. When Namaka came to Hawaii, Kalani Pu'u was king. He liked him very much and hoped to have him as his lord. However, another man from Kauai was a favorite with the king. He knew Namaka and was afraid that he might be supplanted when the king should learn about Namaka's wonderful powers, so he gave no welcome to Namaka but turned him away. Namaka went to Waimea and found Hinai, a high chief of that place, a near relative to Kalanio Pu'u. He told Hinai what he could do and was made a favorite of the high chief. He taught Hinai how to be very skillful in all his arts and especially in leaping from the precipices. He hoped that Hinai's skill would be noised broad and the king would hear and wish to have the teacher come to live with him. Hinai became very proficient and even wonderful in standing on the edge of high precipices and leaping down unhurt. These places have been pointed out to young people by their parents. When the favorite of Kalani Pu'u heard that there was a very skillful man from Kauai stopping with the high chief of Waimea, he told the king that the enemy from Kauai was in Waimea. The king listened to this man, and then he charged Namaka with trying to make his relative Hinai so skillful in leaping down high places that he could always escape any attempt to injure him. The favorite said, This man, Namaka, can fly over mountains and streams and precipices and plains and cannot be killed. He is a rebel against your kingdom. Kalaniopu'u commanded some men to go and kill the stranger from Kauai, telling them to begin war upon Hinai if he opposed their attempt to take the stranger. Namaka had prepared himself for escape by digging in the ground and making a pit under his house with a tunnel and an opening some distance away. The warriors from Kalaniopu'u surrounded the house, thinking he was inside. They consulted about the best method of killing him and decided to burn him up. They set fire to the house and destroyed it and went away, believing the stranger had been burned to death. Namaka easily escaped from Hawaii and crossed over to Maui, where he remained some time, but he found no one whom wished to take him as his lord. Then he went to Oahu and at last returned to his home on Kauai. There, prophesying about the chiefs of Hawaii, whom he had considered superior to those on Maui and Oahu, but not equal to the royal family of Kauai, he spoke thus, There is no ruling chief in Hawaii who can step his foot on the taboo sand of Kahamahluihi, Kauai. There is no war canoe or divine chief who can come to Kauai unless a treaty has been made between the two ruling chiefs. The natives call this a prophecy of the skilled chief who could fly from Nu'uanu Pali and think it was fulfilled because Kamehameha never conquered Kauai, but secured it by concession from its king. End of section 17